Hey guys, welcome back. It's Sarah and Narelle, your hopeless, not truthless Bravo recappers from the North. Please help us be a little bit less hopeless and a little more truthful by hitting that follow or subscribe button. Or if you really want to make our week, give us a five-star rating wherever it is that you're listening to us. We appreciate all of you so much. You can also follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at HopelessNotTruthlessPod and talk to us there. How much snow did you get, Nar? We got a lot. We got something like a month's worth of snow all in a day, all in like one 24-hour period. But I don't think we even got as much as you guys did. You said you got like two feet. It's hard to tell because of the wind and very, very untypical. Is that atypical? I think they're both words. No, I think they're both words. Yeah. Untypical. Nope. No, I know. Untypical. Uh, Okay, I think you're right. That's very wrong sounding. Maybe I'll start that over. Um, Very unlike the West Coast, we got the granular sugar snow. Like it is so fine and it's blowing all over, shoveling the driveway. Really quite funny because we had a sugar shortage over Christmas. (laughs) No, God. (laughs) Yes, welcome to Canada. So when we were shoveling and throwing it to the side, it would just blow right back into our face. It was insane. It was it's wild. Two snow days in a row for the kids. Yeah. I mean, Vancouver, so BC across all of Canada is kind of probably the worst prepared for snow. Definitely. The rest of Canada always makes fun of us because (laughs) when it snows like this, the city shuts down, like buses can't get up hills, everybody's spinning out because nobody not everybody has snow tires. However, like the caveat to that is the fact that nobody else in Canada basically has our climate. So not only do we have the like heavy snow sometimes, but it's the ice underneath that nobody else gets. It's the moisture, right? Yeah. So like it's a, a hill of ice. Snow tires don't do anything for that. There's only so much you can work with, right? And I saw an article on Twitter, and it's like, Vancouver, a graveyard of buses. And there's literally four <laughs> buses just in the middle of the street. It's They wild. could not move. I know. So you're stuck. It's like COVID all over again. You're basically stuck in your house. You it's are. It's insane. You have yeah. to have the forethought to kind of stock up here if you Definitely. look at the weather and you see that coming i'm a little bit better where i am in the in the interior because it there's a better infrastructure for when it snows like our roads the night before they come and they're like sanding them and salting them they do not do that in vancouver no no they sure don't and no. it's almost comical like lessons learned there are none vancouver's yeah. almost like <laughs> that last time it snowed i don't remember oh we you know nah it's not going to happen again, so we're not going to take any like lessons from that for next Some year. Some dude was riding his scooter as it's like pouring <laughs> snow. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're just, you know, we're just not equipped. We're rain people here. The thing that sucks in our neighborhood is like the snow guy, like the snow plow will come eventually because I live up on a mountain, like on a big tall hill. So our road does get cleared pretty quickly. Good. But there's so much snow here and it just goes off to the side. So like we cleared the driveway, but there is an actual pile of snow like taller than I am. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, okay, great. Thank God our neighbor has like a, um, what's it called? A snowblower? snowblower? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He's like a landscaping guy. So he always comes over and helps us out. Oh, thank you. Gee. I got to buy him like a box of beer. I think. Yes, yeah. I was going <laughs> to say that's the neighbor you suck up to you for exactly. sure. <laughs> I love it. Like you and I have both been waiting for the snow. So we I was really it. happy. It was just the worst week, the worst timing for it to happen. Like getting my dad to get his cataract surgery yesterday in the thick of it. It was like a fucking blessing. I was terrified. I was terrified for you. Yeah. So that was scary enough, but it was fine. We went. Um, You're brave. I can't drive in the snow. I am terrified. I had a really bad experience once where yeah. I almost went off like lift and i'm like oh. never again like a meredith cliff or like a real cliff? um a real one i swear oh my god <laughs> there's yeah. a big cliff near the mission springs it was there and you're going up the hill and there's like the cop shop with the it's liquor store before the cop shop yeah, yeah in that area where the river is kind of, oh my god mm. oh. yeah i mean that it was terrible yeah. That's enough that's enough to yep. scare you it did it it did it for me it was so embarrassing because we weren't allowed to go in with him to his appointment so we had to go in a blizzard to like find something to do in town for an hour while we're waiting for his eyes to be done so we decided to go to winners because it was up the road i went in there in the middle of a blizzard at like 8 a.m in the goddamn morning i was the only person in the store every single person there was staring at me like what the fuck are you doing here? I'm just some lunatic who braved a blizzard to come in and sniff candles. It was really needed my winner's fix, guys. <laughs> and people who know me know that I really do like going to winners. That's uh, <laughs> it does track, but um, it's not untypical. Atypical. I could barely get out of the parking lot after. It took me like a half an hour to get going again. <gasps> I'm glad you are safe. You made it home. Yeah. All, yeah. all that good stuff. Um, did you see Jan Arden, by the way? Do you follow her? On TikTok. I love Jan Arden, Canadian icon. She is a very talented singer. I adore her. She's so funny. She's so down to earth. She has the funniest TikTok. She's actually a really fucking funny content creator. I adore Jan Arden. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this poor woman. So we got my son, Cody, a VR headset for Christmas. This thing is intense, bruh. Okay, you put it on. You we have a bowling game. I feel like I'm okay. there. It's crazy. Really? There's a roller coaster. Oh my god! So I went on this roller coaster. I'm sitting down like a sane person, but I'm still disoriented. I'm like, oh, really? oh my god, this is terrifying. So of course my husband Troy he puts it on. I'm like, babe, you're you're gonna want to sit down. No, no, no. It's fine. 30 seconds he's like whoa he's like stumbling all over the place and i'm like he's like i I need to sit down i'm like no shit dumbass (laughs) that is wild i i've never done it so it's hard for me to imagine that it would be that disorienting but it so she posted a clip on her tiktok of the same thing she got a virtual reality headset put it on and she was in the kitchen in her kitchen i think and she ended up slipping and falling and she cracked her head open pretty bad the back of her head the back of her head nasty she had ever friend take her to the hospital and she i think she went to a an emergency room in alberta and um 
She waited for hours. It was very busy. All the emergency rooms, Canada-wide, constantly busy. And she goes in. She finally gets to see the doctor. And the doctor comes in with a bowl of warm water and some cloths and tells Jan Arden's friend, would you mind cleaning the wound for us? Just clean it up. We're so busy. You have to clean her wound. Because we <gasps> were not able to do it in an emergency room. I have never for seen anything like this. For a head wound. A yes. head wound. And it was a gash, guy. And the poor guy, he was like, ugh, ugh, I'm getting a little... She's like, are you getting queasy? He's like, maybe. You would be. He's like, let me just move your scalp out of the way. Oh, like, I can't. No, no, It no. is wild. And to make it worse... The cherry on top, baby. Doctor comes in, he's like stapling her up, like, oh, hey, you did a great job cleaning, staples her up. And then Jan's like, okay, so do I just come back here in a week or so, like get the staples removed or do I have to go to my doctor or what? And he's like, oh, no, no, here, opens a drawer, gives her staple removers, sends this woman home and says, get a friend to take them out for you. This is the state of our medical system in Canada. Yeah. Like, we're known for having a really great one because it's all free, guys. Free health care. Free and... Like, we're up here taking our own staples out of our head wounds, you guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's if you get in to see the doctor. That's if you get in. Like, there's no walk-in clinics anymore. No. You have to call at a specific time, and hopefully you can get in if it's an emergency. If not, they just call you. I mean, I feel so bad for the healthcare workers. How overwhelmed they must be. It's It's not their fault. There were so many of them in the comments um, saying, like, I'm so embarrassed. Like, I'm so sorry. We're trying our best. And they are. That's the thing. It's not that they're not trying hard enough. It's our healthcare system. It is. It was already limping along, and then the pandemic killed it. But now, like, it's scary. Like, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Suddenly doesn't change, right? So. Fingers crossed they get paid a lot more money and we can do something about it. But in the meantime, we're we're becoming our own GPs at this point. We're sending out our thoughts to you, Miss Arden. Yes, <laughs> Canadian icon. Insensitive. If you guys haven't seen Love. the video, just look, look her up on TikTok. It's probably on Instagram as well. It's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. Speaking of brutal, let's do <laughs> Salt Lake City Reunion. Part two, girl. What did you think? I liked, I liked a lot. There's a lot going on here, but Monica, after all of this, at this point, I'm finding anything she says hard to believe. I can't stand the way that she argues she just has no debate skills she's the kind of person that just yells very childish childlike very childish it's a little bit stunted yeah um and then she'll just call you a bitch like oh my god you stupid bitch instead of actually bringing up a point or debating something or Mm -hmm. refuting something she just gets louder and louder and yell and reunion wise i I hate those kinds of arguments because my brain just tunes out well and she loses here Entirely. I think Lisa slayed this reunion again. I don't know how. Baby Cortez. I don't know how. She seems like the most intelligent person on earth. I'm like, who is this woman? I have been missing her. I don't know if I've been underestimating her or if she has like a mic in her ear and somebody's feeding her things (laughs) because 
She has all her facts, everything so organized and well thought out. I can't do that in the moment. Not that I no. think I'm some kind of smart person, but I would have thought I could have owned Baby Gorgeous in an argument, but I'm not so no sure doubt. anymore. <laughs> I don't think I could. No. There was a lot of LD millionaire talk this reunion. Yes, there was. That's where we start. And Monica explains the reason for her family canceling their visit in Bermuda may have been caused by a disgruntled LD, of course. Because this bitch had the audacity to ask the producers if she could go on this Bermuda trip with them. And they're like, no, no. It sounds like she begged them. She threw a total fit over not being able to go, not being allowed to go. I can't. I can't with this woman. As much as Monica has her faults, I'm holding LD responsible for Monica at this point. She is evil, dude. It kind of ties in with her praying to be allowed to be the housewife if Monica didn't get in herself. It sure does. That was almost really hard to believe for me. Like, I just, I cannot fathom having a mother like that. I know they exist. If you don't have someone like that in your life, it is almost like an evil villain character that's make-believe that's too bad to be real. Yeah, but that doesn't even really make sense. Like, did Monica, did Linda apply? No, I doubt it. Who's she praying to then? Like, what god is able to make a producer (laughs) say, well, we don't want you, we want your mom? This is where I think the delusion is so intense for LD. And those tweets, I didn't see a lot of those. But when they put up LD's tweets after everything aired in Bermuda, blah, 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 I I was horrified. They were vile. They were so evil towards her own daughter. Yeah. When we saw the clip, like every clip from this season of the two of them interacting together, when you see them all in a row like that, you're like, oh, my God. And then you see all of the Twitter like, that's prob- that's not even all of them. That's just a taste of everything. Yeah. I can't I, fucking imagine. I found it really interesting, though, how the women were agreeing with Monica about her mom. And they they seemed yeah. so civil with her in this moment. And it still shook me. I know we talked about it last week, but they were almost, em- they were empathetic. They seemed genuinely yeah. concerned and they care for her. It It's shocking me. After what Monica did to them. I made a note of that as well. That for as mad as they are justifiably over what has happened, they're still able to be sympathetic towards her and her uh, relationship with her mom and everything everything that's gone down. But even just their body language, the way they're all turning to her and engaging with her and listening to her. I started out thinking Monica didn't have much of a chance of coming back next mm-hmm. season i wanted her to but i was very fearful she wasn't going to i think she absolutely stands a chance no definitely i see a path forward for her these women are still open yes and i can see monica trying really hard to connect with heather i can see that yeah like, we have a similar relationship with our mother heather yeah we went through the same thing like she's trying to tap into those uh empathetic sides of theirs For sure. And I think they're open to it, which was the surprising part for me. So the other surprising part for me was that we got to see Monica fall down the stairs. Dude. Why why? don't they show us this? What the fuck? 
So Monica reveals that on Twitter. They had the footage in the moment. I don't get that. I, I like, don't get it Is it, it a either. liability thing and they're worried? No, because they showed it now. Maybe just because Monica brought it out. Maybe. I think more likely is it's more dramatic if we don't yeah. know what really happened. So they like to keep these things a secret until later when it doesn't matter as much and the drama is over and we're explaining. Like, I find it a little bit annoying. They're doing this a lot lately. In where all, all of, a sudden, of the franchises. Yes. Yeah, we'll get a flashback and I'm like, well, that actually answers all of the questions. It's very Vanderpump Rules-y, and I think that's where it all started, and mm. maybe they're trying a bit too hard with it a little maybe. bit. Maybe. A little bit. So there was a slight shoe toss. You know, the shoe flopped down the stairs, and there was a child in the vicinity, but mm. at no time did I see Monica throw a shoe at a toddler. No, no. I, I think Monica was genuinely hurt. She seemed like it. Falling downstairs hurts, right? Uh, obviously. On those wood stairs, too. Wooden Ouch. stairs. I just, Ooh. I kind of felt the way that Angie kept saying, like, you could have, you know, you threw a shoe at a toddler, you, sh- you threw a shoe at whatever. And I had family who had to leave the event because they didn't feel safe. It just feels like a deflection on her part because I think she knows that was her fault. She didn't have a fucking guardrail, or not a guardrail, she didn't have a handrail. That's a liability as a homeowner. I could tell on Angie's face, she looked nervous Mm -hmm. when Monica and Andy brought it up, I guess. Like, you know, people's tells after so long when they're lying. She wasn't lying per se, but she looked, here it comes, here it comes. Total deflection on Angie's part. She should have owned it. I expected more from Angie. (laughs) I think she knows that if she owned it, she would owe it. Oh, like Meredith said. Exactly. Like Meredith said, you want her house? Let's get her house. Do you think she said that? Oh, yeah. I so think do I. she asked. So do, do you? Okay. Yeah. 100%. I think Meredith, attorney at law, was really gunning. And I think she was like, we'll get her. We'll get you that house. Come on, let's do it. And I don't think she was very <laughs> right? happy that Monica brought that up. No, she wasn't. She's like, well, I absolutely said it could be a potential liability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Marina. And then Angie says that it's clear that you make a living off of suing people to Monica. And Monica's like, I've never sued anybody before. I'm not like I'm not suing anybody <laughs> now. And Heather's like, excuse Here. me. You I'm might uh, might be suing me. Hi. And she's like, I am counter suing you. Yeah. Okay. Technicality. So this portion of the reunion that we go into is the part that we were talking about where my brain just turns off, where everybody starts Mm -hmm. yelling and it's just a bunch of yelling. I did like that Lisa called Monica out for attacking her looks the entire season. I'm so fucking glad that that got brought up, but I wish it had been a viewer question or a question from Andy because then I feel as if Monica would have had to like properly address it, Mm -hmm. whereas... She just deflected, and that was a bit disappointing because I think that really, like, that really irked me the entire season. The entire season. And Lisa even said to her again, you don't like women. I don't like how you treat women. And you know what? Lisa nailed it early on. That was at the Amish brunch or whatever. Sorry. Whatever. (laughs) The brunch. The pioneer. Pioneer. (laughs) Wasn't it the pioneer? (laughs) Um... (laughs) 
But it's true. She's like, it you is. don't like you don't like women, Monica. You're bad to women. And she should have yeah, said old women. She should have said old women. But Lisa cannot call herself old. No, I know. But then Monica would have had like nowhere to go. She'd have been like, oh, crap. Yeah, you're right. I don't. It's only because you're so fucking afraid of aging yourself. Totally. Everybody giving Monica such a hard time for saying touchette. Like, have you seen? I I blocked that out. What happened? Oh, my God, Sarah. Oh, no. Was this in the Peacock version? No. No, this was a. Block. Yeah. Touchette. Instead of touche? Yeah, so Monica's like, oh, touchette, touchette. So everybody, no, but that's what everyone's reaction was, was like, wow, what an idiot, what a dumbass. Like a whole bunch of podcasts, a whole bunch of people have come out making fun of her for it. It's a fucking quote from a movie. (gasps) I hate to defend. No. (laughs) Yeah, it's a recent movie. Like a, it's a Denzel Washington quote. Denzel Washington. She might have, I think she might have come out and like on her own Instagram or something and said that. Mm, Seems, seems to track. Um, The way she said it, though, I right away knew she was, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't think anything of it. Yeah, I think so. A lot of people thought a lot of things, though. Weird. I have not heard anything. Okay. And then basically the only other thing that I picked up or that I loved in this like argumentative uh, portion of the reunion was when Lisa pointed out that Monica has been really mean to John, to her husband, John as well. And uh, Monica's like, how, how have I been mean? And Angie pipes up. She's like nodding her head. She's like, yeah, you called him a penis head. And Monica's like, oh, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. I did call him a penis head. And Heather's like, why, why would you call John a penis head? We never find out why, why? Is his head shaped like a penis? Just because he's married to Lisa, probably. (laughs) I think there has to be something phallic. It may be. Well, no. I think it's just like dickhead. But I love Angie when she just sits there and she's nodding. And Mm -hmm. you know, she's just waiting. Yes, yes, yes. And she's so dainty and little. And then she's just like, yeah, Monica. I love it. There's something about the way she delivers her lines that just... (laughs) It slays me. She's not trying to be funny. I think that's what makes it so goddamn funny. When she's sitting there nodding, looking down at the floor, she's like, yep, you did. You called him a penis head. <laughs> just like, it's so good. It is penis so good. Head. Oh, she kills me. Yeah. Um, Jack Barlow. Okay. We got duped, y'all. We got duped. I am so mad that was a joke. He actually is somewhere. I am so mad that we didn't even suspect that it might have been like edited in some way. We heard the words Jack Barlow bounced on his and mission. It's Lisa, so I didn't think like she would no. Yeah, he totally bounced on his mission. Like yeah. didn't even question it yep. whatsoever. Nope. Yep. Nope. We bought it hook line and sinker and mm. um we got played. Yeah. We have to yeah. issue an apology over that. Jack Barlow <laughs> apparently is on his mission in Colombia. No. But we never did hear about the hospital. Or that no. must have been after. I think Maybe? it must have happened mm-hmm. after because she said that he's going next week. Right. He's waiting on his visa paperwork because yeah. he sent a shirtless selfie. Yes. As with his, his, um, with his picture. Photo. With his paperwork. Yes. Yeah. But um, so he ended up going to hospital when he arrives in Col- Colombia. So that's coming up in okay. the future. 
I did laugh when, uh, you know, Lisa explains like, you know, he took a shirtless selfie as his visa um, application picture. And Heather's like, this is why I needed to be involved, Lisa. (laughs) Heather. But she was serious. She was serious. Yeah. I loved I loved the viewer question about they were like, oh, you know, family visits aren't allowed for two years. And that would be a really big red flag for me. And Lisa pretty much lies as she does yeah. whenever anything comes up about Mormonism. She says that if her and John wanted to go and visit, they totally could. They could go to Columbia and visit, but they're not going to. Because they're just respecting the fact that he has a lot of work to do. But it's not oh. true. <laughs> okay. It's not true. You can't. She couldn't. Lisa. 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 Come on. Lisa. Babe. You are lying. And the, I think this proves Heather's point a little bit. I gotta agree with Heather. Like, Lisa isn't Mormon. Okay? She's no. not really Mormon. No. She's pretending to be. Another great question comes in about how does Lisa support the LGBTQIA community while also supporting the Mormon church without mm-hmm. being a hypocrite? And Lisa's like, um, because I'm not a hypocrite, okay? And then she says, I basically just pick my ideologies from the Mormon religion. I pick which ones I want to follow and um, live my life by those. And she does make the point that she wants to be the bridge between the community mm. And the Mormon Church, and I, I, I do like that. Me too. I think that's needed. So mm-hmm. I don't want to take away from that, but I think she does need to acknowledge that that's there, and that's what everything has stemmed from. It's a privilege, though. It is. She's privileged in the fact she's allowed to do that, and I, yeah. I understand why Heather and Whitney, Heather gets annoyed with Lisa because yeah. the the Mormon religion your son is in, Lisa, is not yours. And I think that could be why Heather pushed it so hard, right? Yeah. And I think that that is why, or that's the crux of the problem between Whitney and Heather. Like Whitney says, I am able to see Lisa for who she is. And like, I can compartmentalize the fact that Lisa still wants to be Mormon Mm -hmm. and is still doing these things. And Heather cannot. Heather is very black and white. And like, Whitney's trying to see the gray in it. I'm much more of a Heather. I think that would be really hard for me to rectify in my mind. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I know Heather thinks Whitney was being hypocritical a little bit, being so mad at Heather for being so mad. And I kind of see Heather's point there. Like, I, Whitney, you are being hypocritical. You yeah. left. And I don't want this to be per se about religion, but she left. She's not trying to see Heather's side at all on this. But no. she can see Lisa's side. That's just kind of picking and choosing your favorites, I think. Yeah. I uh, No, I agree. I absolutely agree. It was at this point that the ladies marry. Oh, sorry break for lunch and then Mary I mean she goes to visit Monica briefly beforehand before coming to the stage and they have a little chit chat Mm -hmm. very obvious that they are in cahoots yeah okay that's a good that's a good way of putting it (laughs) I wanted to ask you do you think Monica even likes Mary or vice versa or are they both just clinging to each other I don't think Mary likes anyone. And Andy even asked her, like, who do you like here, Mary? And she's like, "Mm, well, mm, she says says that after annihilating Angie, basically. Annihilating her. (laughs) And I think 
because Angie's just like, whatever. She's like, Angie, I like Angie. She can take my shit. Yeah. Angie is very good at she is. just letting it roll off of her. But I died because when Andy asked them like how they all felt about Mary returning and they all were like, oh, we really wanted her here. And she was the comedic relief. And Angie said something really nice. She was like, yeah, I really think she was good here. Like she was the comedy we needed. And Mary was basically like, shut up. What are you even talking for? Oh like, who asked you? And Andy's like, um, she just said something very nice about you, actually. And Mary's she like, did? oh, she did? What? And she then oh. right after that was when she was like, I like Angie. Yes. Like, you're so yes. all over the place. Mary came out of the gates. I, going back to your question, I think Monica will like anyone who likes her and who's loyal mm. to her, basically. Yeah. Um, I don't think Mary likes anyone, honestly. No. I really don't. Meredith. I do feel like she likes Meredith a little bit. Yeah. And I don't know why. I, maybe because Meredith doesn't really like Mary. I was going to say, I think there is an aloofness there that it's almost like a respect. Less like, more right. respect. Yes. Like Bingo. aloof. Good one. <laughs> aloof respects aloof. Loved the reveal for why Mary thinks that she got off on a wrong foot with Angie and it's all about the cake <laughs> like the banana cake incidents <laughs> on the fingers and we see Angie like touching her honestly I was Mary in that moment uh-huh is that bad uh-huh. is that fucking terrible am I no if somebody had like sticky food all over and they kept touching me uh I mean I wouldn't carry that with me through life no. and hate this person but I would be very annoyed in the moment I'd be like get your grubby little fingers off me I don't like being touched to begin with. Sticky fingers or not. No. Please don't. No. Um, no, I get it. But Mary. Mary. <laughs> I know this is a bit of a shtick, but come the fuck on, lady. I honestly don't know if it is a shtick. Maybe not. She's pissed at Heather, though. She is. Mary is pissed at Heather for making fun of her Dr. Seuss house. And of course, she's pissed at Lisa because Monica's pissed at Lisa. But I thought Lisa brought up a legitimate point about Mary, especially when she said, if we ever say anything to your face like you do to ours, Mary, you just say, I'm not talking to her and walk away. So she stonewalls people. And Lisa knows that is so bad for the show. She is a huge stonewaller. She prides herself on saying really nasty things to people's faces. But then they say one thing, like you have Dr. Seuss chairs. And that's it. Friends off forever. You're dead to me. It's not really conducive to great television viewing when no. there's a... It does have little funny... Like, she does have little funny moments where it's like, oh, that was so wild and chaotic. Like Quirky. quirky. Yeah. Like, eccentric. So quirky. Eccentric. Yes. But they have to be able to voice their opinions and their feelings back to her without having her just shut down. Otherwise, Stay in the bus eating McDonald's. She's it's just this insane. weird other character in the corner all the time. She's never connected with anybody. No. Oh, I was going to say, I do think th- another reason why Mary likes Meredith so much is because this relationship is very much based on talking shit about the other women. Mm-hmm. And I know Meredith does it a lot. You yeah. can tell what she said about Angie's house to Monica. Yeah. And, you know, I think she talks a lot of trash. A lot of trash, man. And Mary loves it. She laps it up. Mary likes talking trash about everybody, even her son, <gasps> Sarah. I I can't. No, don't make me go back. No, you, no. 
we're going. I'm taking. I'm taking you back, and I am also going to make you imagine because you are the mother of a boy. <laughs> Don't. How? How could this woman? Like, I guess she heard screaming, and she wondered uh-huh. what was wrong, and she went to. She walked in. She walked in. She walked in. I don't know if she told her daughter-in-law in the moment to stop faking it or if she yeah. waited until afterwards. I'm a little unclear on that, but I'm very clear on how uncomfortable this made me. And how she kept saying, like, stop giving him a big head. And I'm like, Mary, please stop saying that. Stop, <laughs> stop all of it. She's insane. Why did she, how did she think that this was she, going to be like a funny little thing? To This is another thing we didn't see at the time. And then they flash back to like some secret footage and we're all like, <gasps> we didn't, you could have left that one in the vault. Yeah, this, this could have been a vaulter. This, I could have died happy, never yeah. knowing. Imagine being that hairdresser and your client tells you this. I know, dude. I, my heart went out to her and the way Mary also doesn't really believe that they're married. What's up with that? She's kind of terrible. Honestly, I think her She's- brain is pickled. I don't know. There's, <laughs> it's not quite right. It's there's something. Uh huh. I don't want to yeah. be mean in that, but I honestly do think that there is maybe something going on there. Okay. If it's if it's not a shtick, then there's something going on. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it's all on purpose. I don't. I don't. I think that is just who she is. <gasps> Why am I suddenly craving a fillet of fish? <laughs> yeah. I still have yet to try Damn one. Mary. I still have yet. I need <gasps> to. Okay, next infusion date. I don't want to waste it. I think I said this last time, too. You said that. And I was like, I'm not wasting my infusion day on a filet of fish. <laughs> just small. Just have a bite. Now we get to the point where Mary accuses Whitney of being racist. Mm-hmm. So Andy has asked Whitney, like, how did you feel about having Mary back? And Ma- our Whitney says, you know, I- I'm nervous. And Mary replies, like, well, Whitney's terrified of me. And I don't know why. It's because she's racist. Like, uh, 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 uh. And Whitney, I think, handled this quite well. Better than most. She handled it really elegantly. Very graciously. She didn't uh, demand information. She asked for some information. She didn't demand anything else. And then she accepted it. She did. She full on accepted it. She acknowledged her privilege. Yep. I was really surprised, actually. That I know she she has done, you know, a little bit of homework on white privilege. And I get that. And her and Heather both admitted right away, like Mormonism is yeah. deep rooted in racism. Uh, Whitney apologized for calling her a predator. She said she didn't mean it. I thought that was genuine. Mary, Mary doesn't care, though. I don't think Whitney ever meant that as a sexual predator. No. She, so it's Whitney, for God's sake. It. Maybe it took on that tone in Mary's mind, and that's what she got so offended about. Like, you called me a porn, or whatever it was. Exactly. The connotation for her is sexual. The the fact of the matter is, though, they are religious predators. I almost didn't want Whitney to apologize for that. I wish she would have explained, Mm -hmm. like, I wasn't talking sexually, I'm talking, but it's not really her fight to fight. She did kind of explain that she's like i never meant it in a sexual way yeah and there's a lot of stuff out there already yeah. about your you know on your going ons at the church but mary just i don't you know she didn't care she doesn't believe her she doesn't care she's just here to stir up shit 
all of these women were brought up in this church. You know, if you do a quick Google, it is very racist. There is some very racist uh, teachings in this within this church. Lisa is still in it. Oh, like, Lisa. And Lisa's defending it. Lisa's saying, like, no, it's not. Like, no, it's not. This is where I was really pissed at Lisa. Yeah. Bad luck. Bad luck, baby gorgeous. You could have handled this so much better. It's the same thing as when she uh, was asked by Andy and the ladies, like, what are you going to do when Jack comes back from his mission and he's even more orthodoxy? Like, how are you going to handle that? And she's like, oh, it'll be fine. You know, he's already really excited because he wants to work for the family tequila business in Mexico. Oh, my gosh, Lisa. I mean, maybe he will because he is her son after all. Maybe. He's got those genes. But it's total denial. Yeah. She brushes everything under the carpet when it comes to her family. She doesn't want to ever admit anything wrong with her or her family. It's so apparent. Or her religious beliefs. It's so weird. I can't. I like. I was like, Dorit, is that you? She's like, I'm a Jewish Mormon. Okay, yes. I'm a Jewish Mormon. Oh my uh, God, Dorit needs to take lessons up. from Whitney on how to yeah. Yeah. listen, deal with an encounter like that. Yeah. Um, Mary lost me though because she then says she doesn't have anything against the Mormon Church. Even after Whitney and Heather both agree that Mormonism is deep-rooted and in racism and racist beliefs, um, she's calling Whitney racist because of those beliefs. So why is she backtracking? I I don't understand. Okay, well, here's the thing. When it's brought up towards the end how Monica's reality von and I guess Mary is Mm. kind of asked, like, what do you think about that? And she says she thought the whole thing was very over the top and not fair to Monica and everybody needs to listen to Monica and let her have her say. And Lisa asks her, how would you feel if this account called you a dumb bitch? And Mary's Mary's like, be fine. Like, I get called things online all the time. Get the audio, Heather. Get Get the the audio. audio. Heather, get the audio. Get the audio. And she gets the audio. They play the audio. I have heard the audio previously to this. The full, okay. I've heard this clip as well. I had a very different interpretation of it, though. So did I. What was your interpretation? Oh, okay. Mine was... Monica wanted to use a burner account to message Mary about the dumb bitch. We don't know who the dumb bitch is. She wanted to try to get Mary on her team and like drop info to Mary. I don't think she was calling Mary a dumb bitch. You're you're pretty well right. My interpretation from the clips that I've heard, she wasn't referring to Mary. She's She's referring to Jen and she's wanting to contact Mary from a burner account to tell her about Jen okay. and like about okay. things that Jen has said about her. She wanted to gotcha. use reality Von Tees to do that. And so when Monica was going off about like, you, you are not going to be over there, like just playing one side of a conversation. This is where I am team Monica again. I'm back, baby. The shitty thing she is that it looks, it looks like she's lying because if you just hear that clip and you don't hear the rest of it and you base it off of what you know about Monica already, <sighs> but bringing it back to Mary, I wanted to ask you, do you think Mary really understands what's going on here? Like, do you think she even knows anything about? No, no I don't I think don't... so either. I don't think Mary even watched the no, episode. Okay? No, I don't think so either. I think she <laughs> Mary just has... believes. She said, I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear the audio. And she looked 
even more confused than normal. No, Mary doesn't know what she's no, talking about. No, I saw a look on her face when she heard the audio and she heard that it was Monica's voice. Like, I saw a look on her face when she was like, oh, oh. she did call me a dumb bitch. But <laughs> I don't think she knows a single thing about what's going on. I think she just thinks this is some kind of weird fight everybody's having and she's she's team Monica and that's all that matters. Yes. Ex- that's Mary, though. It's yeah. so ridiculously over the top. It's so not warranted with any fact. Just emotion. Um, and then the one thing that I guess that did confuse me, having heard the audio myself, Monica made a comment. Like at first she was, she said, you know, you're not going to do that. You're not going to play this side of, um, or the one-sided conversation without telling everybody what my side was. And then she tries to say, like, I am I was repeating what Jen said, Jen said. Yeah. in that recording but then seconds after that, she was like, so what if I did call her someone a dumb bitch? Have you never called somebody a dumb bitch? So that almost refutes it. I think it was probably edited. Okay. To make Monica look guilty. Yeah. Monica did over talk a lot, which made her look guilty as well. Yeah. But I think it goes back to that inner child. No, 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 no. I'm going to talk louder than you. That's so really annoying. interesting because Andy has said afterwards, um, one of his friends asked him, like, why didn't you cut in? Why didn't you cut Lisa and Monica off when they were yelling at each other? Like, you should have broken into the conversation. And Andy said that, you know what? There's some people whose method of fighting is just to scream louder and just keep mm-hmm. moving forward like a Mack truck. And I would say that Monica is of that ilk. Whoa. And that is. That is her yeah. fighting. It's not about debate. It's not about, like, getting the truth out there. It's just she escalates, escalates, escalates. And she's a name caller. And she just kind of shuts you down with, like, loudness and then nastiness. Yeah. She does. She makes you go absolutely crazy in the moment. Yeah. So you just go, okay, forget it. I'm yeah. done. You win. It's not worth it. No. But that was another crazy reunion, you guys. I am so fucking excited to finally get to the burn book next week. Can't wait. It better be good. It better be good. But I kind of thought we were going to get some this week. So I don't think it's, I don't think there can't be that much in it. Mm. Right? Well, we shall see, girl. This show keeps surprising us. So that is true. I love it. I want to call this episode, She Called You a Dumb Bitch. I love it. Let's do it. (laughs) Dumb bitch. Okay, guys, thank you for being here. Thank you, everybody. I hope everyone is staying warm and dry. Mm. I know a lot of America got hit by a pretty bad snowstorm as well. And it's pretty miserable out there. So stay inside. Listen to us. And then while you're listening to us, give us a review or something, you know? Oh, that'd be nice. Thanks, guys. It would make us feel warm inside. It would make you feel warm inside. Absolutely. Make sure you head over to our Fuck It Friday episode. We're gonna we're about to head over and record that now. So I will be posting it on Friday. It's, it's in the name. We cover Beverly Hills and Miami, and Beverly Hills was good this oh, week. Oh, Beverly Hills delivered. They had a hopeless, not toothless event. Sarah, I cannot wait. Guys. Cannot wait to homeless. talk to you about No, it. homeless what not. What did I say? Fuck. Hopeless. Oh, I just realized I'm going to do that the whole time, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we will see you guys over there. <laughs> but until then, stay truthful. But not hopeless. Or homeless. Love you. Or toothless. I hope or you're toothless. not toothless. <laughs> oh, my God.
my god. It's so lame to me that the people in Beverly Hills are the most concerned by people being toothless. Like, it's fine if they're homeless. <laughs> yeah. But they can't like, be toothless. <laughs> how dare they be toothless? We can't have that. disgusting. I don't want to look at some toothless person when hey, they're okay. not in a house. That's fine, but... Well, they're all getting discounts on the veneers. Like, it's very evident. So, I mean, Mauricio, PK, like, it's... They're knocking them out. Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good week. Love <laughs> Bye. you. Bye. 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 Bye-bye.